0: This is an official Uval of College podcast. Level 3, Masterclass 3, Communicate in a Business Environment. Okay, so um, we will get started. Right as well, because we're just waiting for two people. Um, so these are the masterclasses, and this is um, one of our communication today. Um, so there's some new faces in the room, which is quite nice to see. Um, and there's some old faces in the room. It's quite nice to see as well. Okay. So, I'm Suzanne. For those of you that don't know me, I think all of you do yeah. um, that's good. I'll try and keep it up being to your fault okay. <laughs> So, the sessions um, where we're at, we're at the communication unit, um, and there are still. Uh, three units to go after this one, so we're halfway nearly halfway there Um, and as you know you can dip in and out any of these at any time Um, they are linked to the mandatory units, so it is worth your while coming if you haven't already done the mandatory units Um, and this is the first time we've had a masterclass since November because um, Marie's been off and she's now back and we can start doing it all again so thank you for being patient with me because um, I know there should have been born in February, so sorry about that. So in terms of today, then, everybody happy? We're all here. We're awake. Somebody who had ICT, and <laughs> it's just another lesson but to get us to lunchtime. so I think. Okay. So communication in business. Um, so today um, we're going to look at those main four areas. So reviewing customer. Uh, so with communication models that we can have with customers, internal and external. We're going to look at some barriers of communication, so what stops communication working, Um, identifying communication methods, so how we communicate, Um, and looking at body language and our listening skills. So there'll be some activities throughout the session. You're not just going to sit and listen to me for the next two hours, don't worry, because that would be dead boring, wouldn't it? Um, so we will do some activities, so you can work on your own, work in groups, work in pairs. um quite happy with that. It never takes your fancy, really. Everybody happy with what we're doing? Yeah? Is anybody into one here? Or is it just me? me. <coughs> so, definition of communication, then. We all communicate in the office. We all communicate socially. Um, and communication, as you can see, is a process of exchange and information or ideas between two or more individuals or groups. Okay, So I'm communicating to you lot now, and you're solved. So just to get us started then, um, what I'd like you to do, part of communication of course, um, there is in communication, written communication, and there is verbal communication. So today, I'm hoping to cover a little bit of that verbal and the written communication. So we'll be able to say that at the end of the day, Unit 1, we've done a lot of the work for it. Okay? Which is why I put things in that you might not necessarily, totally like. Okay? So, what I'd like you to do is, in pairs... So we need you two, is that all right, Lauren and Maddie, to just get together for this, if that's okay. Um, I want you two, so obviously, who you are, because some of you might not know each other. Mm-hmm. Are okay, yeah. you working together? It might be slightly hard, actually, because you know everything about it. Too? Are you happy to? let for this. Yeah? yeah? Yeah, is that all right? Okay, brilliant, is that all right? It's just a bit obvious that's all this one Um, So what I'd like you to do is two truth facts and one lie Yeah, for anyone who doesn't know these two are actually together so it's easier to split them up with something like this um, because they might know what the lies and the truths actually are Um, so two true facts and one lie okay so two true things about yourself and then one thing that isn't true yeah so obviously you want to know who the name person is that you're talking to maybe if you don't know them Um, two true things one lie and then what I'd like to do is the partner then needs to kind of all discuss it tell the whole group your partner's lies and the truth and we all have to guess which is a lie. Okay, it's all about communicating. <laughs> yeah. Happy, buried, dead. Go on then. Yes. Unit one. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are quite nice. First. I'm Liam. I'm Chloe. To you can write things down if you need to write anything down. You don't have to, but you I can, do you do can do have someone as you've, one, two you've two got to in a minute, okay. tell okay. what okay.
1: the three oh, things that you found out about each other are. Oh, no, no.
0: I two of those alive. Um, don't. So well, don't about, but don't tell which ones Don't know. say this is my lie. Do, okay. You won't, um, you? won't say my two things true things are. My one lie is. I'm not sure which is true. Do you want to go first? Because I don't know what I'm <laughs> going to say. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I'm you want? sorry I've yeah. so yeah.
1: lived in Australia for two years. i have yeah. a... yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, got another couple of minutes might be three things.
0: If you need to see it. I'm to write I down, you can Do to have to sit I the group? am yes. No one's horrible in this group apart from me. So i making me do it. You know, you can guess. <laughs> <laughs> right, you got dog. Yeah. we got She's got. a Right. We there? Got three. You got two. I couldn't think Right. Okay, who's starting us off? You two at the front. What's the name of your partner? Ellen. Right, and what's the name of your partner, Tiffany? Ellen. Ellen, okay. And what's the name of your partner, Ellen? Tiffin. Right, Tiffany on Ellen. What's three, three things about Ellen? Well, what three things have you found out? Oh, okay. I can't about. She... <laughs> I, I do just right. Ellen and <laughs> Tiffany, right listen, Greg. Okay. Oh, you have to say all three things. Right. Don't say what they are, just say all three things. Right. she's got three cats, her name's Louise, and she just recently moved out. Okay, yeah. right, what do we think is the lie? So she's got her middle name's Louise, she's recently moved out and what? She's got three cats? Yeah. Right. So, which do you think is the lie? Three cats. Yeah, three, no. does three cats. Anybody? Anybody think it's not three cats? Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. What do we think? What are we going for then as a group? Do we think? Just say if, three. three cats? Right, okay. We think three cats. Is that the lie? We think that's your lie. Yeah. Brilliant, excellent. I sweet. thought you should have named that. Well, I knew you had cats, but so I couldn't remember how many. I've one. I thought she got four instead. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this was a great idea. Right, Ellen. Uh, Tiffany on Ellen, then. She has three dogs. She has size 70 and her middle. Three dogs. Three dogs, size, second, feet, and the middle names to the means. Three dogs. I'm going with? Three dogs. Three dogs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> always lost the world today. Three dogs. Yeah, right. right. Excellent. Go, Chloe! Hi. Who's your partner? This is Rosie. Excellent. Is yeah. that the truth? Yeah. <laughs> right. Basically, Rosie has a dog. Cat and she doesn't eat meat. What do we think, then, group? She doesn't have a cat. She doesn't have a cat. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yay! Excellent. Okay, then. Who's this? Penny. Um. Penny has a tattoo. She has a child and she smokes. Which do you think? Then, out of yeah. tattoo, smoking, and a child. We got very careful. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Set myself up What do you think? What do you think? Child. Child. Yeah. <laughs> Phew. We got through no, that right, right. I one. I she's got one. Right. 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 Okay. Then, group. Right. Liam. Who's your partner? yeah what's her name? Lauren. Lauren, excellent, at least you asked that, right, <laughs> did you look? That's Rhonda. <laughs> okay, three things about Lauren. i three things. She's got a nose beard, she's got blonde hair and she's got a pet on. Blonde hair. <laughs> yeah, blonde hair isn't it? <laughs> Get any information out of Liam. Okay, go on then. So, what, what have we got on this table? <laughs> Come on, <laughs> Come on, Chloe. Chloe on uh, Maddie.
1: She's
0: three. She lives yeah. in Yorval and she went to Spain and she got a dog. And she lives in Yorval? Yeah. Okay, right. Dog. So, dog. She's trying to live in Yorval now. Oh shit! Mm. <laughs> she might not be in Spain. Spain either. <laughs> what do we think? Dogs. It's a dog. You haven't got a dog. Ooh. I've got a right pretty cat in You're a queen. You've got oh. a good judge of character. Yeah, I, know. I know that. I, I not like, like no. cats. No. <laughs> well, no, she didn't tell me. That. Oh, oh, I wish I. I'm gonna get my okay. down
1: So I've got a cat. Yeah. Right. Yeah, okay. okay. Well, that was just to
0: get you kind of talking to each other. That worked. That's good. Uh, some work, some work. Somewhat what for others. And it's, you know, to get you thinking about people and characters and Chloe is Chloe, Chloe 1 Chloe 2. It's quite... We've got two Chloe's in the room. Am I Chloe 1? not <laughs> What do you want to give me Chloe? What? do you want to be? You can't be one, because one's gone. Oh, I don't know, I Special? yeah. Special? Special Chloe. <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay, <laughs> so... Why is communication important then? There's a few things on the board um, here. It looks at um, shared business culture. So, communication within the office, coming across as having the same beliefs, same attitudes, same understanding. Okay, so that's why we communicate in terms of culture. Communication is all about sharing goals. So, if we know what each other has got to do and is aiming for, um, that can help individuals and departments work together collaboratively. Okay. Or you can work independently, but it's about sharing those goals and making other people aware what's going on in your life. Communication is important for coordination. So in terms of you understanding what you've got to do in your role. And if you think back to when you first started in your job, for some it's not long, others it's longer, in terms of how you were communicated with when you first started. What did that look like? Yeah, Think about what you were told. Think about how maybe you've changed and what you're now having to be told. So in terms of having to do tasks, you may feel really comfortable and confident in actually doing something so you're not having as much communication about doing things. Um, consultation as well, making sure that everybody's aware of what's going on in the workplace. Okay, so if you've got any issues, you can talk to each other if you can and iron it out. Now change is a big thing in business. Um, change is a big thing in everybody's lives as well, personally, socially. Um, and we go through change without even thinking about it. You know, somebody uh, leaves, well that means that somebody's left and we've got to replace them. So that brings change. It might be that we're changing systems that we use. Well that brings change. Okay. So it's how it's managed and making sure that everybody understands the reason why something's happening. Um, It's important to communicate to try and avoid conflict. You know, we don't want to be fighting each other all of the time. We want to kind of go to work and just be happy, get on with it, without having anybody shouting at you or saying horrible things to you. And also motivation as well. How many times do you get told in an office... Thank you for doing that. I really appreciate it. Do people say it often? Yeah. Yeah. In yours? Do you hear it a lot? Yeah. It's not all the time. It's not always there. You tend to do. You tend to find that people are quite quick to say, "Oh, why haven't you done this? Why haven't you done that?" More than the thank you and reward. So it's, but it's all about motivating. And if it's used in your workplace, then it's great to hear that it is. Because that really encourages you and wants you to do well and do better. Who's pinging? Sorry. Okay. So communication models. Then, where does communication come from? Where? Why does it happen? Okay. So, just an overview of. Communication. don't expect you to read the whole sheet, don't worry about it. However, I just really want to draw your attention really to the diagram in terms of how communication works. You've got a source of the communication, how is that message transmitted, so what method is used to transmit it, the signals there in place for it to go through. Some noise might actually stop that communication getting through fully. Think about Chinese whispers. We're not going to do it, don't worry. Chinese whispers and how Chinese whispers works. You know, you start off with one person getting right to the end. And in between, it could get lost. That whole sentence that you repeating to each other along the way could get lost if somebody doesn't quite understand what's being said, or they can't hear properly, or there's lots and lots of noise going on. So noise becomes important when you're actually sending messages. Noise can be not just physical noise, but it can be something that's actually stopping it from happening. Okay? And then once it's going through the channel, this message, it's then ended up with the receiver and it's being decoded and decoding means you understand it's got there, it's got to its destination. Okay. So you think about what we're doing now. I'm kind of the guy, hopefully not like that. I'm talking to you guys sat here. So I'm the source, the channel that I'm delivering is here. I'm speaking to you, I'm using visuals to help spoken. I'm giving you a message about communication, you guys in here are the receivers, you're all receiving my message. The noise that you could be anticipating and expecting now or having could be, I'm looking around the wall, looking at all these nice pictures, I'm not quite listening to what she's saying, I'm listening to the guy shouting outside, there's all sorts of different distractions which is what the noise is. Okay. So you might be kind of dipping in and out to what I'm saying. You might get the gist of what I'm saying. As long as you're kind of getting the gist of what I'm saying, that's fine. Okay. And with communication, there are two models, well there are more models, but the two examples that I've given you are Furlo, because he's, he is giving you a method here and it involves feedback. Okay? So I don't know that you guys are understanding what I'm saying until you physically have to do something. So if I ask you to do a task like I asked you a minute ago, to three facts about yourself, you have to listen to what I wanted and then act and do it. Okay? The feedback for me is that you've actually understood and you can actually carry on and do that. If you sat there and went, what am I doing? I have no idea. What I've stood there and told you hasn't worked. Yeah? So I need to get the feedback from you to know that the message I've sent you is got through to you. Slightly different to this one because there is no feedback. It is simply just me talking to you, giving you a message, and I have to look at you and guess as to whether you've actually understood what I'm talking about. Okay? Because there is no actual direct feedback in the Shannon and Weaver communication. Now, you're not expected to know a lot about these at level two stage, but I think it's important for you to understand the communication and what what communication is built on and the theory behind it. Level three talks about communication theory and models a lot more than we do. So in terms of this, this handout here, um, just really looks... Put what I said into context in terms of which channel are you using. So are we using an email, are we using a telephone to transmit the message that the sender is sending? Okay. And what mechanism is in place to actually give feedback. And it's choosing the right method. So if you send an email, you've got to decide when you get that email. Am I going to email them back, mm-hmm. or because it contains information that you need to check and, and, and act on quite quickly, do you ring them back? So it's all about what's necessary at that particular point, okay? So it's, it's taking a message and thinking, right, what's the best way to deal with this message? I understand what it's saying, how do I need to deal with it? And that's all about communication, and that's what modules are built on. Okay. So, we've looked a little bit about the theory. As I said, there isn't a lot in your unit on the theory. So, methods of communication then. Who can tell me the three methods that we use to communicate with? Three methods here. So, what am I doing now? Talking. So, how do we categorise talking have you, have you heard of the, the language so what, what method am I using now if I'm talking to you communication verbal. verbal communication excellent so what's another method of communication so we've got verbal written yeah and what's another one what's the last one so we've got verbal written, and could be, could be passed separately, yeah, but well, there is another one, and you're all, it is, it's not verbal, it's that uh, sitting there, that's the non So those are the three methods of communication. Okay, so there we go. Well done. What I'd like you to do now is identify the different ways you can communicate: verbally, written, and non-verbal. Okay. Sign up. Brilliant one, brilliant example so what I've done, I've given you some paper and what I'd like you to do have we got a draw can somebody draw on each table can you 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 draw (laughs) the ways to communicate can you draw yeah, cool, excellent right, then, I'll give you some pens what you need to do is you need to come up with ways you can communicate. And if you can draw them, we have you can't draw them. No. Definitely not. I'd like to see a few drawings on there. Okay, okay. so you've got three methods. As ways to communicate, okay. And what you now to think about how all the different methods in the world that we can use to communicate, okay, verbally, written, and non-verbal. Non-verbal is your body language. Um, yeah, body language. Yeah, the spoken isn't it? could Also, be things like no! Do you want to share the paper with it when you're done? Yeah, I know. Yeah. This is so my you can idea. all kinds of get in. That's my idea. Brilliant! I like your idea, get that down as well. I'm to draw that down. Write it right. right. Why don't you just draw a. It's a bit past my um, growing skills. What else do we use? Oh, brilliant. I was just about to say well. We use that all the time, don't we? No. <laughs> what else do we use all the time? I can draw a phone. So I think about the phone. What do we do with that? How many ways can that be used? But so, yes, yeah, so you've actually got send an email and what else can you do with it? Yeah. So you've got all of those things that you can communicate. Nice rectangle. Yeah. That's my all. What about, um, think about what else comes from the um, phone and how we communicate? What else do we communicate with? Things like, what do we call those? Or. Uh, or, uh, yeah, well, yeah, I think that's really good. Or uh, what do we do when we send the pictures? So, be right. yeah. Yeah. so there's loads of things in there. So, why don't you split all those things out and we can each kind of contribute? Excellent. You do Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, if you think about... Um, what happened like webinars? Uh, what was that? Webinar. Power. Yeah. Oh, is that a one? one? Like, what was that? <laughs> um, yeah. In, oh, yeah. when <laughs> uh, <soft times>. you... <laughs> oh, so like, no. um, you're using you're using a computer to join like a, a live conversation, live chat or. Well, yeah. Yeah. Have you got any relatives or friends that you contact? who don't live locally. That you. I'd hang up that one. <laughs> <laughs> it's a voice line. Okay. that okay. but okay. You do it all the time. Yeah. Where else do you find notes of a different character? no. <laughs> I was just thinking about the word relation to anything that's not necessarily businessy, eh? unless you're in that industry, there you go. So, music could be something that your business wants. So, when you do loads of posts, you could embed some sound in there. <laughs> okay, are we there? Yeah, I think you've exhausted all the uh, all the options. Okay, so should we put them up, put them up over the bodies? Uh, was Out of them. (laughs) Emails, letters, books, mental notes, networking, you can like talk to them on video. Yeah. You can, yeah, yeah, brilliant. Video interviews, facial expressions. Yeah, sorry, we've got facial expressions up (laughs) there. Contribution there, sorry. I have got. we <laughs> have got. You've got. Body uh, you you like? language. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Emails, letters, books, braille. Really good one there. What's braille? Come on. Lies, so you <laughs> oh. see. So it's like, woo, and you know what it says. Okay, thank you very much for that. What have we got in Tiff and Ellen's group then? Um, pretty much, really, so. Excellent. Real. So, what have we got? We've got your non verbal. What have you got put into your non verbal? That's quite interesting. Facial expression, body language, sign language, movement. Language. Are we familiar with all of those things? The body language? Yeah, we are but we just don't think about it maybe Yeah, yeah. Good, right, moving on What else have we got there, so uh, you've got social media pictures, diagrams music excellent, I think a couple of people got music um, instant messaging webinars FaceTime presenting, talking whispering mm-hmm. Okay, and then this group over here, what did you two get? have got Yeah. Voice, Yeah. And then you've got TV. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Images as well, though. Mm-hmm. Verbal communication tools. Yeah. Through the eye, you can, yeah. Death layers really good at death okay that was really interesting so you've identified some really good ways to communicate there and it's interesting when some of you said oh but that's not communication when you were doing it everything on those posters is how we communicate isn't it and some of them we use all the time some of them we don't even think about some of them we weren't even sure of what they were which is you know it's not a bad thing, it's just you're not you're not needing to use that way of communicating, are you? But you might in the future. Not you, but you might get somebody who wants a job and they might be blind. And you've got to respond to that potential. Okay, they're really good, really good posters, thank you. Okay. of business so you might find that a lot of those actually do come into the business context as more and more businesses um, diversify and bring in new methods of communication you might find that there's a lot of them there that you actually use um, but these are the main, main methods sort of for verbal communication and written communication So, on the increase is that telephone conferencing, that interviews that you were talking about as well, Leah. You You were talking about um, doing your video interviews. Uh, You've also got things like webinars, conference calls, which is what the telephone conferencing encompasses, really. Um, And the benefit of that is because if people can't get together, if people can't physically get to that one location, You can still have that meeting, you can still talk about things, it's just you're not in the same room. So it can be a real bonus to have these things. Uh, Things like Skype, we might do it socially, but actually it could become something that we bring into the workplace and we Skype people, again, if we can't get to a location. Um, Obviously we use the telephone all the time and we're all involved in meetings of some kind, whether it's small, or whether it's just, or whether it's a formal meeting. Um, And then you've got your written communication, of course, so letters, memos, we probably do less of those than we used to do, um, because things like emails, and being able to attach documents to an email has taken over the memos and the emails, and it's also quicker and cheaper than sending a letter get a response quicker um, we've got things like minutes of meetings as well we've all seen, have we all seen minutes of meetings before yeah. so we know what they are financial documents that could be things like invoices statements, bills um, and then advertisements as well so any advertisement whether it's social, so it could be social media that you're using or whether it's actual physical and it's something that is advertised on a physical board. Because okay. notice boards can be virtual, can't they? I mean, a lot of your companies in this room have virtual notice boards or social media ways to actually advertise. So, are those things familiar to you? Are those ways of communicating? within an office world, in that business context, familiar?
1: Is there anything on there
0: that you think should be on there? That we've perhaps mentioned, but it's not on there. No? I'm happy with that. Okay. I'm going to move on to the next slide. So, if we take those verbal communication methods, then, and we look at those advantages and disadvantages, you can see there that the disadvantage of actually phoning somebody is that you might not actually be able to contact them. There might be a time difference if you're in a different country. So, it might be better to email somebody like that to get that immediate response, um, on the telephone, you can't actually pick up those body language signals. You can't tell if they're standing there and they're looking all bored and distracted. But you might hear it in the tone of voice. Okay. Advantages could be that you, if you pick up the phone, if they're available to speak to you, you can get an answer. Quicker than you can sometimes by sending an email. By the time you've typed an email and sent it, you could have had an answer if you picked up the phone. But it all depends on the most suitable method for your customers, your business, your environment. So, what I'd like you to do now is it comes down to that body language and listening skills so I'd just like to see if you can actually identify listening skills and body language and see what you think okay. so body language and listening skills are really really important in business why do you think, why do you think they are So, we've identified that listening skills and body language are non verbal ways to communicate. Yeah? Do we think they're important in the business world? Do we think that they're as important as verbal and written? Yeah? A few nods of the head? Yeah? We do? Any particular reason? Nobody wants to tell Any particular reasons we think they're important? how about if I gave you this task to do and didn't give you any instructions, do you think you'd be able to do it? So what skill do you need? Communication, And part of that communication is me telling you what to do, therefore what do you have to do when I tell you what to do? Listen. And then interpret and put into action. Okay. The same with the body language. I mean, there's lots of, well, you know, there's 10 of you in the room, and it's interesting to actually see how you're all kind of sitting, what you're doing, how you're reacting. And there's some positive and negatives at different stages so far this morning, without even you thinking about it. You know, we've had all sorts of demonstrations of, I don't want to be here, I'm looking around the room. This isn't really that interesting. I'm here because I want I have to be, not because I want to be. And I'm getting that vibe just simply from looking at you. And it might not, be, it might be so untrue. Okay? It might be so untrue in terms of what you're saying to me. You might sit there with your arms crossed. You might sit there and No one in particular. Okay. So what I'd like you to do with this task. You've been given some cards there, and you've got mixed up together. You've got some listening, the, the listening skills. So there are um, five listening skills, five areas of listening, and there are seven aspects to body language. Okay. So I'd like you to separate the cards out. I mean, do you want another pair? Just thinking. Do you want another pair? And you can do it pairs Yeah Okay, you we'll can do it in pairs So I'd like you to separate out The five Listening skills And the seven Body language skills Okay yeah. you've got listening and you've got body language so there's five body language so seven body language everybody all right yeah you know what you're doing thinking however we do need to be conscious that in different environments we need to be giving the right signals that perhaps we're interested when we're not and that we understand what's going on and we're encouraging people to do that by being open to what they're saying so open body language you know it's it's not standing there it's not me standing here like this If I did that, all the lesson, what would you think about me? You can't even see me, what I, do. <laughs> but if I was, if I demonstrated, you know, and I was always looking out the window and I was distracted and not interested and, you know, always on my phone, what would you say about me as, as the teacher in this room? What do you think? Camembert she's pretty good <laughs> you know, you've also got to consider what is appropriate as well I mean it's not appropriate for me to come along and just you know, make contact with you all is it, and give you a hug and things like that, because it's so inappropriate, I wouldn't do it okay, but if you're in a situation where you're upset maybe just a touch on the arm might be regarded as being okay. It's it's not all up in that mark, isn't it? And it's being aware of what how people respond to you. So if I went and stood really close to Chloe and just you know carried on talking to you all, just
1: be just she's... You know. <laughs> <laughs> no, no you, maybe like get out of my space. You're in my you're in yeah. my
0: space now. Yeah. And again, it might not be something that bothers you. You might think session <laughs> <laughs> however there will be people that will be like whoa that's you know you're too close for me back off which is probably what i really so it's about getting it right isn't it whatever we do whichever social context we're in it's about thinking okay what is appropriate here what's not appropriate um, so that proximity and body contact can come into the same thing really. You know, do we need to be touchy feely with people? And again it boils down to the situation we're in. Eye contact. If we have eye contact with each other as we're talking, what does that do? What does that say? Hopefully. If somebody avoids eye contact and um, as soon as you make contact looks away Because it's awkward if you can just stare at them. Well wouldn't, you wouldn't stare at them would you? But yeah, well, that's what you do, isn't it? You can just stare at someone in the eye like that, oh, it's awkward. Oh, oh, I just feel like oh my god, i then. And then someone stands next to yeah. you and stares at you so <laughs> yeah. yeah. Eye contact is all about sort of catching the eye and making sure that you're happy and comfortable with that situation. And again, it's that response, isn't it? If I, if you were to talk to me now, and i just look at the ceiling. What would, again, what would that get on neck? But what would that, again, say? You said it earlier about the whole body language. Yeah. It's quite extreme. Yeah, <laughs> you are. The face actions to go with <laughs> You know, it's, it's, do I really want to be here? And, and am I interested in what you're saying? So all of those things put together, that's how we come across to our colleagues, hopefully not, to our, in our social life. But certainly in our business environment, you've just got to be conscious of it. It's not just what you're saying, it's how you're saying it. It's so about tone of voice as well. So it's the pitch. If I was to talk to you in one's, Sentence that was just the same. There was no ups or downs or anything. It was just flat. to stare at you. That would be just weird. Yeah. It, it'd be boring. I mean, you know, I'm trying to make this more interesting than you know as as much as I can. But if I didn't talk in different pictures with different tones and get excited about things, how can I expect you to engage? Does it make any sense, this? Yeah. You kind of know all this, but you, you know, perhaps don't yeah. think about it. Yeah? So again, just think about, I think the main message is just think about how you come across in a business environment to your colleagues, or to me when I come in and see you, or to Marie when we come in and see you. How do you come across? How do you behave? If you're really interactive and in talking to us, And same with your colleagues, then that's great. If you sit there when I come into the office and you just, hi, I haven't seen you in a month, but hi. Yeah, it's been alright. Yeah, Yeah, I've done a lot. No, it's fine. Brilliant, Brilliant. I'm going. It makes my job harder too, if you think about it, if you think about what you give and what you don't give. I've got to look past that and think. Actually, they've got a qualification to pass here. They might sit there saying yeah, everything's fine. I've done it. I really, I really have. I've got to try and look past that and think. Right, okay. Let's move this forward. I've got to pick you up. Yeah. It's a bit like today, isn't it? Yeah. I think, I think we need to do some exercises. I think we need to move the desks and do a bit of a roll. looking at me? Because <laughs> I'm not. Okay, so listening skills. Then, have you been listening to me at any point today? A bit. Yeah. Yeah, a bit dipping them out, maybe. So it's things like keeping an open mind when somebody's talking to you. So it's thinking, do you know what? I know some of this, but I'll tell you what, I'll do a little bit more listening. I'll just see if she's got anything different to say. See if anybody else says anything that can be useful to me. Encouragement. I encourage you to speak and be involved and take part, yeah, just by... Language, get a tone voice, trying to make it a little bit interesting. Okay. Understanding, so it's using the right sort of language that you understand. And not using swear words the whole time. Swear words. Again, that's inappropriate for me standing here talking to you to do that okay and then analysing what is being said so you are listening to me and you're thinking right okay I think I know what she's talking about I really just need to focus on that a bit more to try and get my understanding there so it's analysing what I'm saying so it's turning what I'm saying and thinking about it into yeah okay she's talking about listening skills right now and what's important when they listen And the summary is putting all of those things together thinking, right, yeah, she's just told me about body language. We've just talked about listening skills. I know a bit more about that. Or I don't know anything more than it. But I know that the now in context of there's five different ways that we listen and there's different ways to use body language. Okay. Excellent. Let's move on then. So, listening skills. How good are our listening skills, do we think? Good? Yeah. Excellent. Right then, let's see. Right, could you um, pick up the cards and put them back into their paper That would be great. We might as well tell them as we go along. Okay. do is listen, yeah, clues the title, and I'd like you just to answer the two questions about each script, I'll give you a couple of minutes after each, I've read each one, just to think about what's the announcement about and what are the main <coughs> points. Okay, so I'll be clear about what we're doing first. Yeah. Are you speaking for the group or just yourself? So? Um, are you happy with what we're doing? Yeah. Okay. I might wait until the police conference is fire, engine. Okay. So, the hotel alarm system is being tested this morning. The test period will run from 9am until 1030 all guests have been informed, but staff should reassure guests and ask them to ignore the alarms during this period. If an alarm sounds for more than 30 seconds, then it is genuine and you should carry out your normal evacuation procedures. Are you going to just read in one minute? Yep. The swimming pool will be closed for routine maintenance in 10 minutes. Would all guests please vacate the pool now? The pool will reopen in 40 minutes. In the meantime, you're welcome to make use of the jacuzzi, steam room or sauna. Thank you for your cooperation. Please leave the swimming pool now. Today, we have special offers in our bakery department. Homemade fruit pies are half price. Many special breads are buy one, get one free. There are also great bargains in our wine and spirits department. We have a special promotion on wines from Australia. All are 20% off for today only. Make the most of our daily special offers. Head for the bakery and the wine department for great savings. Shopping is better value at Blackwell's. Sorry, I'm just gonna look out of the window. (laughs) Okay. Right then. Production will stop an hour early today. All lines should be shut down at four PM. Production staff should then change and make their way to the board room for IT training. Any staff should attend the training should report to personnel department immediately. Point that's the what's about, and the main information is between the times that it gave you. And that if it doesn't go up in those times, you really do need to get out because there's a fire. Okay, so script two what's script two about? Yeah, for 40 minutes for maintenance. Yeah, so the announcement is about the swimming pool closing for maintenance so the main points are yeah anything else Mm -hmm. leave it now yeah 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 so you identified those points there good so what's the third one about? Wait, Sorry? Special Yeah. Excellent. And the detail? Special Yeah. Yeah. Anything else? Anything about the pies? Nobody knows that the pies are half price. <laughs> well, I don't know. Yeah. So basically, the main points there were the pies are half price, Red survival buy one get one free, and there's twenty percent off wines from Australia. There were the main points. Okay. And last one then. What was that about? Overnight down. Like yes at four o'clock now yes yes so the announcement is about really that the production is going to stop because there's going to be IT IT training yeah so what are the points that you pick up from that then yeah 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 anything else and, they're going to nice <laughs> and what should they do with the personnel department go to it, go to it. they should report to it okay. so those are the main points so there's a couple of key things there that you need to pick up on and a couple of things that you know, you might not have picked up on. Did it help that I was not facing you and I was facing the wall? Did it make a difference? Kind of. Kind of? Do you think it would help if I was facing you? (laughs) If I was facing you, what would you be able to see? Your lips <laughs> good my lips excellent what would my lips tell you what are you saying What I'm saying what, where are my lips Your right so what would you also get Your first. you'd get my face. yes good so you'd get my my speech you'd hear me better probably you'd see my facial expressions as I'm reading out these scripts Is there anything else I could have done differently with those when I was reading them out? Read a bit slower. Read a bit slower. Read it twice. Read it twice. What would twice have given you? Yeah, a bit more detail. Yeah. But it's about trying to pick up first time and those key things, isn't it? So just think about putting that into context. When somebody's telling you something, he's thinking, right, okay. Do I understand what they're saying? Do they need to slow down? Do they need to repeat themselves? Did you get the key points they were asking you to repeat? To asking you to get, identify from that? And if the answer's no, then you ask you ask them to do it again. Not one of you asked me to do it again. Interesting. Yeah, that's why I did know. However, if you had needed it again, do you think I would have done it? <laughs> okay. Right. Well, that was testing your listening skills. How did you think you got on with the listening skills? Good. Do you think there are... Things that you missed from that, or did you pick every point up from it? You missed a
1: few. <laughs> okay. And when you missed the things, was it missing
0: the detail, or was it missing the main point of things? the detail yeah so it's always worth checking isn't it because you you usually know what you've got to do but it's the detail with everything perhaps that we struggle with and whether that could be any part of communication written or verbal doesn't have to be somebody saying something it could be that you're not quite sure of a written communication what it's asking you to do so clarification is Happy bunnies. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. Excellent, guys. Nice. Awesome. How's it going? Right, right? It's like, yeah, i sure. Anybody see my picture? Um, no. Good. I've lost that, So we've looked at listening skills then and we've looked at a bit of body language um, and they really can accompany the verbal that verbal communication okay so now we're going to just look at the written communication there's a surprise so those are the types of written communication again that you would identify on your posters so in a business context you've got things like Anybody still use memos? No? A memorandum? No? Okay. A memo is something that really has been replaced by an email now. It used to be just information that was sent between um, staff and departments just to let them know something was happening. But some big companies, some big organisations still use, do use memos. Things like solicitors. Um, accountants can use things like numbers um, letters we all send letters in our businesses yeah financial documents advertisements so again that could be um, anything from a newspaper to social media um, to a notice board we've got minutes of meetings as well there Not all of you are involved with minutes of meetings, but you might be part of a meeting where minutes are taken. Um, And of course, we've got the emails now with the attachment of documents as well. So, really, I think, would you say, would you agree and say that the main one there for us in our businesses was the last one? Anybody differ? So, it's emails is the main source. What we do? Yeah. Yeah, brilliant. Just for the record there, thank you. The advantages of the written communication is, of course, that you can communicate over long distances, so it doesn't matter where that person is, it doesn't matter what time of the day, you can send them a letter or you can send them an email. Okay, it's a permanent record, so whereas you've got a verbal conversation that takes place. I could say to you, Did you do your homework? and you could say, Yes I did. There's no actual evidence of you saying, Yeah I did it. You know. So then I say, Well, where is it? And you say, Well, it's at home and I say, Well, bring it in next time, and next time comes and I say, Where's your homework? And you say, Well it's I haven't done it, and you say, Well, you told me last time you'd done it. No I didn't. I and mean, because, you know, certainly in my context, if you're saying that you have done something and then not done something, I've got to think back and think, was it her or was it the other Chloe? Which Chloe was it? Yeah. So there's a lot going on. So actually, if you've got a written record of something, that's the proof that something's been said, something's been done. So that's why things like um, solicitors put a lot of what they discuss and what they agree in writing because that forms either a contract or information that can be referred to at another date okay things like your contracts of employment that will be a written contract you won't just have a verbal contract saying yeah you can have the job hopefully not anyway because it's a legal requirement that you've all got Okay, so as we discussed, it strengthens and clarifies the verbal message, uh, able to refer back to it as well if we retain it. Information can be distributed uh, at low or at no extra cost, that's using things like email with attachments, so given all the links that you need to in there, and again, legal reasons that things are written. Disadvantages are that they can be expensive and time-consuming. So, you know, like we said earlier, think about your audience. Do we need to um, ring them, or do we need to write to them, either in an email or a letter? Long response, if you're waiting for a letter back from that company, you could be waiting a whole week for them to get it in the post, read it, type the reply, put it in an envelope, take it to the post office, send it, two days it might arrive with you. So a whole week can turn around before you get a response. Got to use the post system. Um, okay. So that's written communication. So little task on written communication. Okay, so you'll get verbal instructions, but you've also got the instructions written down there. So you have two ways to understand what you're doing. So read the health and safety guidelines that are with the diagram, and you've got some. We've got four questions at the bottom of the page. Okay, so what I'd like you to do is have a look at the questions and see if you can find the information from the diagram and from the information it's been given to you. Does that make sense? Yes, good, I'm hoping so Uh... Uh-huh. She said. to that So just put in there define VDU. Um, I a visual display unit. So your visual display unit is literally that. last question? Why do you think the guidelines recommend that users learn to use a mouth over both hands? Mm-hmm. I never use my other hand. We don't. We don't. However, if so if we sit there and we're using the mouse, mm-hmm. yeah, we might have got the conversation now. So we're sitting there using the mouse now like this. And we all know that we do obviously not always sit how you should have. Or yes. maintain good posture. So we're doing this all the time. This arm is being manipulated and used, isn't it, all the time? So they're really not. Like, why they recommend it is, so then you end up doing the same on that side. We don't. we don't. We just don't, do we? We don't. Um, however, you know, it's all right to recommend these things, but the reality is, unless you are, what's the word, like. Oh, C Ambede- What's When you yeah, when you can use when you when you can use both hands for something. I think it's really good if you can. Majority of us. Unless you're eating, of course. I can do not get me wrong, I I can eat with a leg it's better than not eating at all, isn't it? So I would do that. But in terms of using a mouse, we're never gonna So well why do you think so from a health and safety point of view can you see why they're saying, get used to doing something with your left hand as well as your right yeah. hand? Because then you're meant to do it, isn't it? It's mm. so like that one, as long as that one <laughs> It's like if you always carry you a bag, use. isn't it? If you always carry, it's like doing anything. If you carry a bag with, your, with your, the hand that you, you use all the time or not use all the time, so you carry a bag. You know, again your postures like this, so it's getting used to swapping over and having things in a different hand. But we're not here to talk about health and safety of ourselves and how we should carry our bags and stuff in them. Okay, so then so what additional information is provided in the diagram that you're given then to support that text? Should I pick on people or do people just want yeah. to shout? You want me to pick on people? Okay. Okay, so Rosie. <laughs> what additional information is provided in the diagram? Um it's the actual picture. Yeah. So accompanying that text, you've got a diagram that's actually giving you the distances and it's trying to demonstrate what it's telling you. So it's trying to give you that visual as well as the written information. Does anybody agree with that? Or have you got something different? Okay. So what are the guidelines saying about lighting? Yeah. Why is that? Why did we do that? I don't mind, I? Yeah. <laughs> I like it. You're so matter of factly, are you? yeah, really. Um, you're just gonna be blind. Yeah. So we just need to tilt it. It's Does anybody use anything different with their screens? Does anybody have anything on their screens? A black sheet or something. I don't know if they're wrong, but... Yeah. yeah, but you, you know about them. Again, they can protect glare. They can also be used for data protection as well. So if you're in a customer-facing environment. <coughs> or an environment where there's a lot of data on your screen and people are coming in and out all the time, you can get, um, get this, like, I don't know what they call it, acetate almost, that fits over the screen and it actually makes it black. So when You can see it when you sat in front of it, but if you're stood over people, so people walking past you, they physically can't see what's on the screen, you have to be you know, in front of it or near enough in front of it to see it. So, what body position should a VDU operator assume? So, what was a VDU operator? Display display. Yes. So, a visual display unit. Does anybody not know that either? Why do people know that? Okay. So, your visual display unit um, is basically the unit that you sit in front of. Now, whether that be a laptop or whether that's a physical computer like that that's your visual display unit. That's what you're working on. It might be that you have two screens. Has anybody got two screens that they work with? What are the benefits of having two screens, people with two screens? Two. Two. Again, do you think that's useful to have? Do you think it's a benefit to have two? So, what body position should they assume? Anybody? Jeff. Um, not to you to, to one side or the other. Yeah. So it's maintaining that good posture. You think about it; it's maintaining almost that right angle, isn't it? When you sit down, and then your feet are supposed to be flat on the floor. Or if they're not, you can't reach. There well, somebody in my office once who couldn't reach was like a child just <laughs> swinging, so we had to get one of the uh, what they call the footrest, foot rest. Mm-hmm. Footstool. Footstool. yeah, kick or whatever you call it. Yeah. to uh, to use. Uh, but yeah, okay. Um, and why do you think the guideline recommends that users learn to use a mouth with both hands? What did we get over here? What was the reason? Yeah. So again, it comes down to health and safety, thinking about using one way the same as the other way. It's like anything, isn't it? If we're always doing something with one, that overcompensates for the other side. So it's just an awareness. I've got to say, it's something that you never really do, do we? Okay. Good. So that was... That exercise was all about looking for information that was given to you using diagrams, using text, seeing if you can pick up the information from the written communication. Okay, so not long now, we're nearly there, we're nearly through communication, and then you can tick off lots of boxes in your one file. Surely that must be better, mustn't it? No, yes, yeah, okay. I think so. Okay, really dark slide, I'm really sorry about that, um, but in terms of written communication, this one looks at um, the appropriateness and what we need to think about when we're doing written communication. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it. If anybody wants these slides, sending by email or some other means, then I can let you have them if you want any of the information within them. Okay. So in terms of written communication then, you've got to think about, do they do what they say they're going to do? Do we need to have a particular reason for sending it, so is it fit for purpose? Um, So you've got to think about the information, so if you think about that sheet you've just been given, is that fit for purpose? Does it have all the information that you need to answer those questions? So when you're asking somebody to do something, have they got all that information they need? Is it appropriate to the audience or to the task that you're doing? Is it the correct way of communication? Um, So it's thinking about which is the best way. So is a letter the best way to contact one of your customers? Would an email be better? But again, just think about length of time it takes. Does it need to be a formal letter? Does it need to be something that's written down neatly? different formats and styles so thinking about your layouts you'll all have different layouts that you use in each of your organisations you'll have different colours you'll have what we call house style has anybody heard of house style? house style means something that your organisation insists that you use on every communication that you send so it might be a logo but it might be the colours of your company it might be the way that the words are font, um, spacing that kind of thing so whatever it is that your company want you to use is generally what you use. Okay. Think about your language. Can people understand it? So again, we've all got, I mean, think about we've just done that sheet there and it was talking about VDUs. We weren't sure what that was, so we've looked it up. So again, the language within that wasn't quite clear. It didn't make a difference to the question. You were just, actually, what does that mean? So think about drafting and redrafting and accuracy, so spelling, punctuation, grammar. That's really important when we're doing written communication. Why do we think grammar and spelling is important and punctuation when we're sending out written communication? Any reasons? You do. Yeah. You think, oh my goodness, they can't even spell. You can't even be bothered to spell. It might not be that you can't spell because we all type you know, incorrectly and inconsistently. However, it's being bothered and it's taking the time to do those things. And deadlines. Deadlines are in place so we can meet them because usually there's a reason something has to be done by tomorrow. It's not because you're not in after tomorrow. It's just actually the customer needs a response. Usually within twenty-four hours, a customer. If you're talking about external customers or internal customers, they need to be contacted. So as soon as possible, you need to be communicating with people. Okay. So, okay. Do you want to do one more exercise, or do you want to push on and get off? Get off. Yeah. <laughs> Did I need to ask that question? I'm sure you can all proofread. You can take it with you and you can do it perhaps in the workplace. Yes. Okay, good idea. So, we've got formal and we've got informal written communication. And so we need to think about how we're saying things and which method suits which audience. So you've got a question in unit one, and it's all about audiences. And that's why this slide is in there, because it looks at making sure that you're producing the right form of communication for the right audience, okay? So this is a task that you can do at back in the office, Okay, so you don't have to do it now, so I'll leave that one with you. But just think about the formal and informal nature of the communication that we have. Okay. You've got audiences here, you've got internal and external, so your internal communication Means you're talking to somebody or dealing with somebody in a way inside the organisation. An external means that you're corresponding verbally or written with people outside of the commu- outside of your organisation. And there's some examples there as well with your audiences. Okay. So there's a few barriers to communication. So why doesn't communication work? And it could be that. Simply, you don't understand what's being told, what you're being told, you don't understand. It could be that the noise, we touched on noise earlier, something's going on physically, you're distracted. Um, It could be that um, there's too many people speaking. You could be given too much information at one time, which is causing your overload. And again, think about if you've got anybody in your office that isn't kind of uh, British, then they may have a different cultural expectation to us. And what is acceptable for us might not be acceptable for anybody else. Um, and you just actually might have poor communication It might just simply be that you cannot transfer the information that you need in the right way to other people, either through speaking or through just negative body language. You might be able to give them a good message, but actually, if you give them a message and really, you don't really care, then you're going to come across and look like you don't care. Okay. So, we've looked at communication models briefly. Yeah? We've looked at barriers of communication, very briefly. We've looked at the communication methods. Can you remember what were the three methods that we identified? What were the three methods that we've got on our courses? Excellent. Good. And we've looked at body language and your listening skills today. So those are the main parts that are in unit one, which is communication. So, there are things that you can take away from today. Obviously, your handouts and things, but also you might just sort of affirm what you already know and be able to put into context for unit one. So, I would suggest that as soon as you can, following today, you go back and you upload some of the things that you've got into one file for this unit. Okay? Before it gets put into your bed with lots of dust and you don't know where it is. Anybody got any questions? Happy to be going. Okay. Well, thank you very much for coming.